Mike, another week, another ancient legend turns out to be true. It's wild, right? I mean, so I was excited to find out that in, well, I was skeptical, but also excited to find out that Asgard and Norse mythology may be real. And, and, and Pandora and Greek mythology. Yeah, amazing stuff. And now um, we've, we've found out that the lost city of Atlantis may no longer be lost. That's right. So from what we understand, uh, that is that the lost city of Atlantis existed sometime in the past and that in order to protect themselves from something, they be- went and buried their their whole civilization deep in the earth. And now it's, con- it's, and it's continued to exist for thousands and thousands of years, developing advanced technology in the center of the earth. Yeah. So, you know, what just to mind for me is that, well, shouldn't there be some kind of... Um, you know, opening up of diplomatic relations, right? Because it's, it's, they're humans. It's not that it's, um, they're gods, like they, as Thor says that he is right. And it's not like they're (laughs) like spirits, like Pandora's box. I mean, they're human beings in theory. So is this another nation on earth? And shouldn't we, you know, try to interact with them because their first interaction with us was was quite hostile. And that's, that's what you want to prevent. That's right. Be clear though. They're not a nation on earth. They're a nation in earth. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, but there's other nations that are different levels above the sea level, too. So, like, you know, I don't know if we draw a distinction on that so much. Do you think we should send the Netherlands in to negotiate because they're closest to them? That's right. Yeah. Who's ever closest, has, you know, gets is is tapped for that for that uh, assignment. No, I, I think that I think that they're the human beings. They're they're a nation um, or at least they're they're a people. And uh, it, w- it would normalize relationships. Right. Because there might be there. There, there likely is some kind of benefit to, um, to a interacting with them and, and say, you know, getting entering into trade negotiations, etc. But b, if it's their land underneath our where where we are, then we have to be careful in, in what we do above them, right? That's right, and it's unclear. Like they keep saying the center of the earth, but I don't, I'm not even sure what exactly that means. Like, is no, it directly in the center, or is it just like hundred miles down? I'm, I'm not, I'm not even sure. Like, are we going to hit them when we start drilling for oil? No, I, I think that. It's not that it can't be the center of the earth because we know that that's impossible. And at least we. So it's a stretching man and a man flying in fire, Mike. We live in a world of impossibilities. Yeah, that stuff makes sense to me. But uh, uh, no, I think that like, the only way it could make sense, I think for normal humans, you think we've just, they couldn't be that far below the earth. So I think that it's true. Like um, I would imagine that under, you know, exploration could possibly interfere with with their land but whatever where, wherever the land is i think we have to be sensitive to that because it's there it's it's where they make their home right that's right they, 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 have, like, they have taken like whatever the, the, the equivalent of whatever a prairie is deep in the earth and turned it into like cities and a civilization and like that that, sh- that should be honored that's right we should respect it now the question the next question i have though is that what do they what do they know about the um the the mole man and his monsters right because what we do a know great question right it's like they um we didn't we didn't know why they decided to attack us. I mean we know that what they're what this they what was told to us by the Fantastic Four, but um presumably these monsters or what we know is the monsters apparently were like tunneling through the earth and like attacking attacking various places on Earth. So you think that they might have run into Atlantis at some point. That's right. Or or, or maybe it was it is it possible Atlantis was be- somewhere behind some of this stuff? Right. Like like so so far um our only uh 
encounter with them that we know about was this lease encounter. But that this encounter started with them kidnapping three Stark employees, well, two Stark employees and the CEO of the corporation. Like that's our first encounter with these guys. So they weren't necessarily very friendly. Um, maybe they were unfriendly before sending monsters our way. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, that's that's where I'm kind of going with this is that maybe this yeah, this isn't isn't the first time that they've attacked us. And so is the whole point of international diplomacy, I thought, was to avoid conflict, right? Is that to, to head off conflict before it happens. And here there's been it's either one or two incidences of um, of hostile intent that's been exhibited towards this, the surface world, for lack of a better term. That's right. So so um, and, and I, I get at least. So far, the, 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 this particular attack was was dealt with. Um, apparently, somehow Tony Stark escaped from their clutches and got back to the surface. He then commissioned Iron Man to go and and, and save the other two people, uh, his other two employees, as well as to I guess negotiate a truce. And the, the, the what we've been told now by Iron Man is that that we have nothing to fear from these people. That they have like decided to uh, no longer attempt to con- conquer us. Yeah, so there's a couple of questions that arise. Number one, is Tony Stark? We were talking the last time we were uh, on our show about how, you know, the, Tony Stark's a CEO genius who's an inventor. Well, he must be an amazing inventor to have to have escaped being dragged under the earth, right? So that's number one, and and uh, he's he's on our list of possible uh, super geniuses that could break bad for because that's where super geniuses seem to go. They don't have powers. <laughs> that's what that's what they do. <laughs> that's yeah. what super smart people do these days. And then the second thing is, it, it it goes to my point that there should be some kind of nego- you know, open channels between the the um, the two worlds, right, between Atlantis and the surface world. So you would think that uh, it's uh, to me, it doesn't seem like the smartest thing to have a, a person whose name we don't even know, Iron Man, negotiating what uh, what may be some kind of international truce, right? And so I would think, I would hope that that Iron Man left the door open to have other people like tr- people skilled in, in 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 international diplomacy to engage with them because we know they're there we're, we're not going to forget that they're there and it, it, would be, it would be foolish to forget that they're there we should actually have some kind of um agreements well, and at should, least right? discussions they, 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 should, they should be invited into the un Let, let's get them a seat in the un right. so they can they can hear what's happening here on the surface and um and we, we can hear what's happening down there um let's let's hey let's get a press corps there like maybe we can get like some uh um Hey, the New York Times can go and station a reporter down there that can report on what's happening, and they can state they can put a reporter up here. Um, I mean, more more importantly, is like, are they going to join the alliance with America or in Europe and NATO, or are they going to join the Warsaw Pact and, and be an ally with the communists? Yeah, that's 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 amazing. That that's a crazy theory, right? Because it wasn't like um, it wasn't like they they were attacking. Uh, Russian nationals are attacking American nationals, right? Well, we don't know, right? Maybe they were attacking the Russians too. We just never heard about it. We don't get news right. out of what's happening behind the curtain. Well, whatever it is, I mean, there, there's also another more frightening theory, which is that they just don't want to. They, after after they they made their attack, this is the first or second attack on the surface world, and they just do not want to talk about it anymore. They don't want to want to enter into any discussions about any kind of international um, um, relationship. So. What that would mean they're, they're is that the, we just have the, like the Switzerland of magma. Well, that, <laughs> that's that's a good that, that's a good uh, you know band name, I suppose. But like, <laughs> I think, but, I mean, it's long, but it, it kind of makes sense. But no, I don't think they're neutral. Is what I mean. I think that they're 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 hostile below. And is that really how we want to live? Because they clearly can get to America, and get up to our up in, up to our world. So, do you really think that 
that the Western world is or or the world, including Russia and uh, the Warsaw Pact Pact uh, countries, are going to let that stand if they just say, "Sorry, we're not going to talk to you guys anymore," and we just happen to be underneath you and we could just attack you anytime we want. Well, not just attack us. Yeah, they 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 can they can take out nuclear power plants with their monsters. They could kidnap individuals uh, with 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 basically no recourse. Um, yeah, it's definitely it's like a it's like a what do they call it? like a hatchet hanging over our heads all the time. Yeah, I, I think I think that's why I think the smartest thing to do would be that, you know, Iron Man has gone and re- and reported to the powers of B and the powers of B. And we'll get into this in a second. I know because we talked about this earlier. Tony, he's going to talk to Tony Stark and who Tony Stark's going to talk to is an influential person who will talk to hopefully to the U.N. or, or people, of the U.N. or, or the, the, the government to say we need to actually you need to engage with these people because they're not going away. They live there. They're super advanced. And um yeah, they're either they're either hostile to us, which they have shown that they're hostile, or or they've changed and they're no longer hostile to us. But we can't just ignore that they're down there. We do need to actually have some kind of ground rules. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Let's hey, let's let's move on. There's, there's lots for us to talk about today. So on top of that, we now have Iron Man and Tony Stark basically working in cahoots in some sort of sense. Uh, not not only did when. Tony Stark escaped. He was able to contact Iron Man to go and rescue his men. But uh, earlier this week, Iron Man was seen at uh, Stark Corp doing like again some sort of work for for the for the company. And so my question is: is is Iron Man a kind of a bodyguard for Tony Stark the way Thor has been a bodyguard for Donald Blake? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, a few things come to mind. Is that I don't know if he'd be a bodyguard, but he seems he sounds like an employee, right? Because why would this guy, Iron Man? Um, engage in, 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 I think he saved us from aliens recently. I mean, there's been so many times that we've, we've dealt with aliens, but he's, he's, he's done these things which sounded like he's an international, sorry, he's not an international, sorry, but he's like, um, he's an adventurer. He's, he's done amazing things, but then he's doing high, the most high, high, high profile stuff where he's like, uh, we know it, his public relations is great, right? He's high profile, save the world type work. That's right. And so, and then he's doing the mundane stuff of like helping out Stark Enterprises or how they test things or, or fix up like like uh, you know workplace accidents. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me unless he's being paid. And my thinking is that he's being paid. And the reason is because there's no way that that suit of armor that he wears like, that allows him to like be super strong and to fly and blast things out of his wrist. There's no way that doesn't take up a huge amount of power. And it's, it's, it's incredibly expensive to run. There's no way. Yeah, he has to be getting some, some fun. E- either he is independently wealthy himself, or right. he's working for Stark Enterprises, or he's working for the government, or, or, or work, working for somebody anyway to be able to fund that thing. Yeah, and, and I think that if he was independently wealthy, he wouldn't be hanging out, hanging out helping out a publicly traded company like Stark. Um, so I think we can rule that out. So it means that he's either being paid by the government and or Stark. And... I would say that he's probably working for Stark. At least, at least not working maybe as an employee, but maybe an independent contractor who just does odd jobs to get gets paid a few million bucks a year to like fund his adventuring. Yeah, so so that, that's not a bad theory. I think the the one question though is that Thor is clearly not funded by Stark or anything like that. Thor clearly was working with the military. Um, there, he was helping out on the Chinese border. He was seen down in El Diablo. He's been like saving scientists from the communists in, in, in Soviet Russia. So he seems to be very clearly working for the military, and he's also protecting Donald Blake, um, perhaps tax from another kidnapping. Um, 
is it possible that Iron Man is doing the same thing, working for the military and has been assigned? We, we know that Tony Stark has been kidnapped once before when he was in Vietnam. He's a, he's a, he's a target. Uh, maybe the government is putting Iron Man on, on, on top of him to make sure that he's not kidnapped again. We don't lose another genius. So while, so while Iron Man is working as a bodyguard for Tony Stark, he just happens to just do stuff to help out the company. Like it's yeah, just, he's, an, he's, a, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's there anyway. <laughs> it's a good use of my time. I don't want to have them... Why would I have them get the, bring, bring the bulldozers, bulldozers in? I'll just lift all this stuff myself, you know? Like, I suppose... I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Maybe the other thing we haven't accounted for is that maybe if, you know, Thor, I've always thought, is doing this stuff because he just thinks it's good to do. And I don't think... If he's truly a god, I doubt he needs to work for money. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't even know if gods need to drink or eat. You know, so it's I, like so, so, so. I, I have read up on the legend of Thor, and he uh-huh. is a notorious eater and drinker. <laughs> One of the, the Thor legends I, I was reading the other day, he uh, um, he impersonated a, a woman, went into like a wedding, and then he was going to go to pretend to be married or so on. But he was given away by the fact he couldn't stop eating at the buffet, and he was just like cr- throwing stuff into his <laughs> mouth and drinking like crazy. So this 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 guy needs to get money from somewhere. Okay, because to live in our world. So okay, I guess then that means so that opens up a totally different angle, which is that you know. How much are we paying him? And are there better offers out there? Because presumably, if you're an immortal being, you know, I, I doubt you're really that turn. You could you could be swayed. Um, not just maybe, maybe, but he he hey, like Nor- Norway is part of NATO, so he seems to be like presumably on on our side. Um, we we don't question every single person who's part of the military. Of like, are they going to switch sides if if uh, right, the Soviets yeah. are paying them a bit more? Like, we we hope it's some sort of combination of like he wants to work for us, but he, but hey, he still has to pay for his like all you can eat buffets. Well, I can see that. Well, well, just because before I lose my train of thought, what I'm thinking is maybe maybe Iron Man's actually secretly a god too, you know? Oh, I mean, maybe there's know. not actually somebody inside. Maybe he's actually like just a golden god, like a golden Egyptian god of some sort. Yeah, he just looks like a machine kind of figure. I, I don't know, <laughs> but like we, that's the problem with having like these guys that that we that are we 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 champion as heroes and saviors, but we don't even know their names. We don't know what they look like underneath their masks. Even if it is a mask, um, you know, this world, Ed, is just getting wild. Like, Calm yourself, Michael. Calm yourself. <laughs> hey, since we're on Thor, there's, there's one thing that, hey, that happened this week that I think we should we should t- talk about, at least briefly, is the fact that the military sent out this like, global SOS that they needed Thor's help earlier this week because some nuclear missile went out of control and they needed Thor to help take it down. But rather than, like contacting him the way they normally contact him they sent that sos out over like all the radio stations all the television stations and not just in the u.s like basically globally trying to find thor um which seems like don't they have a better way well, there has to be maybe they could do what johnny storm does he just lights a four in the in the sky or whatever <laughs> but i don't i i i so my to my you know, we're talking about how thor had been helping out the military you would think that that would he'd have some kind of like clear clear connection and i the only thing I, I can think of is that maybe the military and Thor didn't necessarily want to connect him too closely with the military anymore because of what happened in China recently. And so um, I, I think that what it must have happened was um, he, they're trying to maybe I think they're trying to create the impression that he's just not on call and there's hoping that he just happens to want to help them out, even if there is a closer connection that we're not aware of. Got it. So it's it's it's, it's, it's performative. Like, hey, we, yes. after what happened in China, the U.S. government says, "Hey, we, we Thor doesn't work for us. We have no control over what he's doing. He is not part of the American system." And then, oh, they need Thor, so now they 
instead of calling them up on like their the, the phone or whatever way, the way they normally get in touch with them, they they send this message out everywhere. More less about contacting Thor, more about sending a message to the Chinese. Yes, I think so, and that that way it it avoids getting to, get to the messiness of like having to account for his actions if they're not a hundred percent in control of them, and if they are in control of them, still kind of maintain some plausible deniability. So. I don't know if that makes it a safer world or not. It makes it kind of a, like you said, performative in the sense that it's just we're watching in real time how how to, how to how to do to develop the concept of plausible deniability just on a, you know, uh, godlike scale. Yeah. In, in any case, a crazy week. Um, this lots of lots of unanswered questions with Thor. Lots of unanswered questions with Iron Man. Lots of unanswered questions with Tony Stark. But we do know about what's happened with Atlantis. So we solved one mystery and opened up a few more. Well, and I feel good about it. And so I just think that they need to have, um, if they're looking for somebody to to open up diplomatic uh, channels with uh, Atlantis, I'm your guy. I'm excited for it. <laughs> <laughs> 